Several years ago, here in the United States, we experienced an economic disaster when the stock market began to fail drastically. The year was 2007-2008, and millions of people, as we know, lost thousands and thousands of dollars. I personally know people who suffered due to what happened. At that point, life immediately turned upside down for many people. Fear of the future set in. In the blink of an eye, all was gone. Something many people worked hard for, worked many years for. Suddenly, everything was lost, never to be restored or regained. How futile the things of this world are. How quickly they can slip away from our possession and we have no control. This is exactly what our Lord Jesus Christ invites us to consider as his disciples, as those who desire to follow closely after him. But the beautiful aspect of our Lord's words are the fact that he doesn't fail to provide an alternative, another way, another truth, another life, that is, himself. You see, Jesus points out the futility of the things of this world. He did so last week in the parable of the rich fool. And this week, he provides the alternative. Our Lord's words today are spoken to all those who have experienced the futility of the things of this world, especially those who have experienced the futility of what the world considers to be the greatest treasure, that is money. Are we not all victims of experiencing the futility of the things of this world? Have you yourself not witnessed how the things, materials, possessions of this world have some, at some time disappointed you? Jesus presents to us today a proposition. He places before us a consideration that has great consequences. He says, Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach nor moth destroy. Now Jesus isn't talking about a literal money bag that doesn't wear, but rather he's providing an alternative for us that he's saying that there exists something that the more you invest in, the more you acquire an interest. On top of that, it's inexhaustible, never running out, never able to deplete itself, a cup full and running over. But more than that, There's an absolute promise and certainty that this investment can and will never be lost. No thief can reach or steal it. No moth can destroy. Nothing can make this investment crash and be lost in the blink of an eye. In short, nothing in this world can take this treasure away. Following that parable we heard last week about the rich fool who tried to hold on to the treasures of this world, Jesus is presenting to us another way. He is ensuring and promising that treasure stored in heaven can never be lost, providing a sure and absolute certainty that we can hold on to and have as our own. But what follows this promise are words from our Savior that are simple yet profound. 
For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be, Jesus says. Our Lord says to you today that the truth of your intentions, your desires, your longings reveal itself in the choices you make, in the way you invest your life. My brothers and sisters, our heart cannot help but follow where our treasure is. I liked to present to you this image. Each of us, each of our lives, is like a letter we're writing to God. In this letter, we are explaining to Him how we long to be with Him in eternity. Or possibly, in this letter, we are explaining to Him how we would rather spend our eternity elsewhere. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. In other words, is your heart in heaven or is your heart here? Whether we realize it or not, this letter is being written and we're writing it directly to God. Our life is a letter. We're explaining to him how much we long to be with him in eternity because that's where we're investing or we've only and simply invested in this world and are explaining to him that we'd rather spend our eternity elsewhere. The saying goes, follow your heart. Well, we should consider and remember that following our heart means following our treasure. And we must make sure that we have invested and invested rightly. Consider that the best businessman would never decline a business deal that absolutely promised a return and a guarantee, as the Lord had said today. But businessmen deal with fleeting realities. The business that each of us are in is the business of the salvation of our souls. Consider the letter that you're writing.